Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All right. Well, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the country or the world you're in, welcome to Never Too Old to Play. Welcome to those of you in the Zoom room and also to those listening on ACB Media 5. My Zoom host today is Tori and our streamer is Belinda. So thank you to both of you. Thank you so much. So today we're going to talk about Legos for the most part. And then if we have time, which we we, we will, I'm sure. I'll talk about some handheld electronic games I have that I really enjoy playing. And so I'll talk for a little while. And then I'll give you the opportunity for comments and questions that I probably won't know the answers to. <laughs> but <laughs> so I held this call last year. On March 16th, which was the day before our community's first birthday, and we had lots of fun. So hopefully we'll have lots of fun again today. So by the way, happy second birthday to the ACB community. So I know we <clears throat> we all ha have uh, all sorts of games we like to play on our computers and smart devices, but today we're just going to talk about things we can actually hold in our hands to play with and have fun. No comments from the peanut gallery on that. <laughs> so I developed an interest in Legos when I was probably about 10 years old, I think. I used to go over to my friend Pat's house and she had some younger brothers and sisters so they had Legos at their house and we didn't have any at our house so I used to play with their Legos when I went over there and I always wanted some I didn't believe in Santa Claus at that time at that point so and I knew that my parents would probably think that I needed other things more than I did Legos so anyway, I didn't really start buying Legos until maybe 2005, I would say. Um, I just basically buy the standard building sets, uh, the ones for general construction and not the individualized um, specific sets. So the Legos at my house are probably one of the most organized things that I have in my house. They're all in different bins, depending on what size they are and what I use them for to build. And also, um, I have some of the smaller pieces in um, Ziploc, Zip, Ziploc bags, if I can talk. <clears throat> so, I know my sisters and some of my friends think I'm crazy for having so many Legos, but hey, that's okay. I'm still a kid at heart, 
I like to play. And that's why I do my other call, Games to Play with Lady A, every other Tuesday. So just a little shameless plug for that call. <clears throat> that one will be held not this coming Tuesday, but the Tuesday after that at 2 p.m. Eastern. So um, like I said in the community email, I think I said this, uh, if you're a kid at heart like me, I hope you will enjoy this call. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the history of Legos. They are described as a line of, of uh, plastic construction toys developed in Denmark in 1949 by a carpenter named Ole Kirkson in his workshop. He actually began constructing wooden toys in his carpenter shop in 1932. And then he got this idea to construct these building blocks out of a, uh, a cellulose material, which is what they used a lot back then in their plastics. The Legos manufacturing company is based in Billund, B-I-L-L-U-N-D, Denmark. The word Lego is derived from the Danish phrase, oh boy, leg got. I'm not well versed in the Danish language, so I'm sure I'm not doing justice to the pronunciation of those words. And so leg got means play well. So I love it. I, I absolutely love that uh, phrase. Um. So in 1947, Lego expanded to begin producing plastic toys. In 1949, Lego began producing, among other new products, an early version of the now familiar interlocking bricks that we know, calling them automatic binding bricks. So... Uh, Legos are variously colored interlocking plastic bricks accompanying an array of gears, figurines called minifigures, and various other parts. Lego pieces can be assembled and connected in many different ways to construct objects, including vehicles, buildings, and working robots, just to name a few. So anything, anything that is constructed with Legos can be taken apart again, and the pieces can be reused to make new and better things. Excuse me, I have to take a drink. <laughs> My voice, I hope it holds out here. So <clears throat> the Lego group began manufacturing the interlocking toy bricks in 1949, as I said previously. Um, the group's motto, quote, only the best is good enough, end quote. Um, and in Danish, that is, oh boy, det best er eiki for gott. 
which is literally the best isn't excessively good. <laughs> and this motto was created in 1936. Um, and it is still used today. And it was, um, it was uh, thought of by um, this Ole Kirk Christensen to um, encourage his employees never to skimp on quality, a value he believed in strongly. So, like I said before, I did not do justice to that Danish pronunciation. So, my apologies to those who are familiar with that language. Um, so, movies, games, competitions, and eight Legoland amusement parks have been developed under the brand name as of July of 2015. And um, I guess there is or was a reality TV show about Legos. I never saw it. So uh, that's just kind of what it said in my research. So I have no idea what it was even about or um, whatever. So if anybody did see that one, you can comment on that later. Um, and there have been approximately 700 billion Lego parts that have been produced. Whoa. So uh, we are fortunate enough to have one of these amusement parks here in Michigan, Legoland of Michigan, and it is located in Auburn Hills, Michigan, which is on the east side of the state. I think it's like kind of northeast, I think. Um, I can't believe that I have never been there. I I have wanted to go, but nobody likes Legos like I do that that I am acquainted with. So except my friend Diane, who I see joined us. Hi, Diane. <laughs> um, so I haven't been able to get anyone to take me, but that is on my bucket list. <laughs> All right. One of these days, maybe. Um, so in February of 2015, Lego actually replaced Ferrari as Brand Finance's world's most powerful brand. Can you believe that? Wow, that's 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 amazing uh, that they were able to do that. I mean, uh, you know, a kid's toy to replace a really cool sports car. <laughs> I just think that's kind of phenomenal. Um, so they were at position 378 in Brand Finance's global brand ranking. And in 2021, they were at position 366. So that's pretty impressive as far as I'm concerned, you know, if you can replace Ferrari, like I said. Um, there are just tons of Lego kits or sets that you can purchase. Uh, many of which are specialized for building specific things, such as Disney sets, Star Wars, Harry Potter, different cities and towns, specific vehicles like cars, trucks, airplanes, helicopters, trains, and the list goes on and on, as you will see later. I can't even begin to talk about all of them, but 
if you go into a store or go on like amazon.com, for example, where they sell uh, zillions of them, there are just tons of things that you can see that you can buy. Um, then there are just the, the standard construction sets, which include pieces for building generic things such as buildings, castles, towers, vehicles, and so on. Um, and that's, that's the kind that I buy, like I said. So all of these standard sets come with wheels and different little teeny tiny parts that you can build generic vehicles, but um, the smaller sets are pretty much made for specific things, probably like <laughs> Ferraris and things like that. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, silly me. Okay, so um, there are also, if you can believe this, there are also Braille Legos, which are very cool. Um, I'm sure most of you have seen what Legos feel like, and the Braille ones have these uh, little, well, um, I guess I want to say uh, snaps or um, bumps on the top of them um, on each Lego, uh, I guess, yeah. I don't know if I want to call them snaps, but yeah, because they actually help to snap the Legos together. Um, but yeah, they're like the little bumps which fit into holes on the bottom of the Lego to be connected. For the Braille Lego sets, the bumps are in the shape of Braille letters. So for example, one of the square building Legos has... Uh, four little bumps on the top. So in the case of the Braille Lego, let's say you wanted to, um, oh, let's say you wanted to have the letter H on there. It would be in the shape of dots one, two, five. And so there would only be three of those little bumps on there, but the Lego could still fit easily. Um, and so they, they snap onto a flat Lego board or plate, if you will. Um, so you can make words and, you know, people's names and so on. Um, so this is a great way to teach Braille to children who are blind through playful activities. Um, their website to look at these is braillelegobricks.com. B-R-A-I-L-L-E-L-E-G-O-B-R-I-C-K-S.com. It's all one word. However, and I'm really sad about this, these particular sets are only available for teachers and people working in educational institutions at this time for purchase. I'm told that you... Uh, that you have to really justify why you want these sets in order to get them. Now, I don't know why. It seems like if they want to sell them, they'd sell them to anybody <laughs> like me because I really want some. But anyway, um, 
they come in a set of about 300 braille lego bricks and they have the the flat little plates or boards that you put the legos on i'm not sure what the size of the plates are because i've never actually seen this particular brand of them um the plates or boards have you know the bumps on them for connecting the braille lego bricks on them to make words and sentences i think the website if i can remember uh i think it said there are three different plates in the set and on the cover of the box there is a picture of the braille alphabet for teachers so they can teach the children what the specific letters are on the box um so actually there was a company called dancing dots back in the 1990s which produced an earlier version of braille legos and these actually could be purchased retail by individuals but Unfortunately, they stopped selling them, probably because of lack of demand for them, but I'm not really sure why uh, they stopped selling them. Um, and I did look this up, and that, that was the name of the company that, uh, that sold them. So I actually bought a couple of sets of these, one for a great nephew of mine and one for a friend's little boy who was small at the time. And I I just can't believe that I didn't buy some for myself. <laughs> I think this company is still in business, but they do a lot now with um, Braille music production, I think. Um, so I was able to play with them, though, and they were really cool. They were really fun. And with these sets, I think there were only, oh, I think like two or three blocks of each letter so there were only about I wish I could remember for sure either you know like um uh 52 or 78 pieces or something like that um in the set along with a couple of those little board or plate things that I talked about that you could place the blocks on for building words and such I just can't remember if there were um two or three two or three sets of uh yeah these so anyway it was really fun just creating little words and people's names um i think the print letters were on them too well obviously they must have been so that uh parents could um help out but they were not in raised print and I can't remember where the print letters were located, if they were on the side of the block or where they were. I should be able to remember that, but I'm getting old and I can't remember things anymore like I used to. <laughs> so so uh, before everybody got into the call, I said I did something yesterday that I hope I don't regret. Um, yesterday I went on eBay and I found what I think is a set of these Braille Legos that used to be sold because it said rare and valuable. So oh, the opening bid was $80. So 
I placed a bid and I hope I get it. I, I guess I, I mean, I don't have it yet. I think there's like eight more days or seven days left on this, this bidding um, period. But I'm a little bit leery though, because <laughs> the seller is in the Czech Republic. <laughs> so, you know, I've, I've never done much overseas um, shopping. So we'll see, but the seller does have a good eBay rating. So that's good anyway. So, so I imagine you might ask, how would I build these specialized Lego sets as a person who is blind? Because I can't see how it's supposed to look when it's finished. And how do you fit all these things together? And I can't read the instructions. Well, I have a problem with that because there is only a certain amount of things that I'm able to build, even with the amount of Legos that I have, which is probably about four or five of those big Lego bins. Anyway, so there was a young man who spoke at our national ACB convention in 2020 named Matthew Schifrin. Um, regarding Braille and audio instructions for building Lego sets or kits. Um, and he was already known to ACB because he actually had received a scholarship from Friends in Art Special Interest Affiliate of ACB several years ago to help him in college. And he also, um, by the way, has performed in... Uh, a couple of the friends in art showcases that I'm aware of. And he's a great performer, great singer. Um, so while he was in school, he got this idea and he started a pilot project with the Lego group for producing these instructional materials in Braille and in audio format. All right, I need a drink. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, so, so this quote is taken directly from his website. Quote, try a whole new way of building with Lego uh, bricks. Lego audio and Braille instructions make the popular Lego audio or text or Braille readers giving and visually impaired children and adults like me <laughs> that's not in there <laughs> of all ages the opportunity to play with lego sets and enjoy the developmental benefits of creative lego play experiences learning through play we believe that learning through play is the best way for children to develop their breadth of skills such as problem solving creativity critical thinking and citizenship and it is crucial that we take action to consider and position play as fundamental to all children's learning and development. Fun and fulfillment. Lego audio and Braille audio instructions opens up the joy of learning and social interaction through playful collaboration between the blind and visually impaired and their sighted peers, paving the way for improved confidence, creativity, and problem solving 
and communication needed to support life goals. Inclusive learning, Lego, Braille, and audio um, building instructions present an inclusive learning tool for, for blind and visually impaired children to express their curiosity, creativity, and imagination in the same ways as sighted children, as well as understand how real buildings look and how constructions work through their hands. Be inspired on learning through play, creativity, and much more in the Lego Foundation knowledge base on Lego Braille Bricks, a fun and playful way to learn Braille. And then it gives the um, website for those Braille Lego, Lego Bricks that I gave you before, end quote. Okay, it also says uh, a special thanks to Matthew Schifrin. So when I heard this young man speak, I was really, really excited about this. Because like he said on the website, I think this is really important for blind children to be able to, uh, well, I don't know if I want to use the word compete, but I guess I will, to compete with their sighted peers and being able to play and do the same things that they do and um, show off their creative talents, at least to be given the opportunity um, as the same for, um, for that. So. Um, this website is, um, where is it? Oh, here it is. This, uh, website is legoaudioinstructions.com. So, uh, so there are several of these sets that are, that are available on this website, um, and I just went on there uh, today, so I wanted to get the um, newest releases. And there are also these little videos that you can watch on this website regarding, like, how he started this project and the different sets uh, that are available. Okay. Um, so <laughs> here, here's the ones that are available. Bruni the Salamander buildable character, a sports car, elite police lighthouse capture, town center, baby elephant jungle rescue, adventures with Mario starter course, air show jet transporter, race buggy transporter, beach rescue ATV, roadwork truck, an ice cream truck, the Menace of Mysterio, Vulture's Trucker Robbery, Street Sweeper, Monster Truck, Juice Truck, Cole's Speeder Car, Kai's Fire Dragon, Police Highway Arrest, Poppy's Pod, T-16 Skyhopper, Construction Bulldozer, Cinderella's Castle Celebration, um... Come on, what happened to my Braille display? <laughs> Hold on one second. Oh my gosh. It just went. <sighs> Hold on, come on. 
Okay, here we go. <laughs> Sorry about that. Cinderella's Castle Celebration, Ice Cream Cart, Kylo Ren's Shuttle Microfighter, Mini Class Zirian Harvester, Mini Class Zirian Tractor, Holiday Camper Van, Fire Ladder Truck, Fire Hazard Truck, Police Prisoner Transport, Elite Thriller Chase, Elite Police Boat Transport, Ocean Mini Submarine, Cat Grooming Car, Creative Transparent Bricks, Marble Spider-Man Mech, uh, Jungle Raider, Stunt Team, Police Dog Unit, um, Troll World Tour, Lotham Flats Raft Adventure, the Lego Movie, um, Emmett and Benny's Workshop, and I'm going to assume which I shouldn't do, but I'm going to assume that you can purchase that in uh, with audio description. I hope that's what that means. Um, and then there's th something called uh, classic, classic bricks and ideas, which is what I need. Um, friend Emma's art studio, Sky Patrol police drone chase. Okay, so that was the whole list of things on their website. So you can get the idea that there are quite a few of these sets that you can get instructions on how to build, although <laughs> this doesn't compare in the least to the number of Lego sets that are actually um, available in the stores that everyone can buy. So if you purchase one of them, they ask that after you build using the instructions they would like to hear about your experience. So there is a 10 question survey you can complete. So you can use these instructions as a text file with a screen reader or a braille display or um, Lego audio, which is something that the manufacturers have developed, I guess. Um, now I did not see anywhere where you could actually purchase the instructions in hard copy braille. So I don't know about that. I suppose you could you could ask about that. So, um, so let's look at what it says about using a screen reader. Um, it's time to clean up the city streets with the street sweeper. So that's the one we're looking at. And then it tells what all is in the box such as um, awesome spinning brushes. And it says to carefully open the plastic bags. So it pretty much tells you step-by-step step what pieces to start with, how to organize your Legos so that you know what is what. And they, they do talk about colors here. So like it says, um, one bright orange and stone gray part of the upper body and one bright orange pair of legs. So I don't know if you would have to have help doing this. I was hoping that you wouldn't, but maybe they just include the color reference for description. And maybe you can just tell um, what the different um, parts are just by feel. I have not actually bought one of these sets and put it together. 
And I don't know why I haven't, <laughs> because I think this is such a cool thing that Matthew started here. And I actually, <clears throat> I meant to contact him um, just to see if he is still involved with this project and if they're going to create other audio instructions for different sets, but time got away from me. So I didn't, I, I lost my, uh, I lost his email address. I had it somewhere in some notes that I took during the 2020 convention, but I can't find it. So anyway, let me just say um, one more thing that uh, other companies have come out with sets to copy Legos, but they're not as good by any means. And also, Legos um, Group put out something called Duplos, and I'm not sure when these came out, but they are larger Lego bricks for small children, like maybe ages, I don't know, one to five or two to five or something like that. Um, they don't have any real small pieces because you do have to be careful about things like that when you buy Legos for small kids because... I mean, I'm talking teeny, tiny little pieces that come in these individualized Lego kits. Um, and actually, a lot of these little tiny pieces come in the in the standard building sets, too. And, of course, we all know that ten uh, kids tend to put things in their mouth. Oh, you know what? I lied. I want to say one more thing. <laughs> uh, there is one more website from my convention notes from... Um, Matthew Schiffern that he gave us and it's called bricklink.com b-r-i-c-k-l-i-n-k.com um, and this is where you can uh, well you can buy um, it says buy and sell Lego parts wow and uh, sets and minifigures hmm I don't know about selling them. Wow, that's interesting. So on this website, just a couple of figures, there are 17,727 different Lego sets, 71,092 parts, different parts, 14,078 different minifigures. Wow. I had no idea that there were that many things you could purchase. Wow. All right. So uh, I know that was a lot of information. So I am going to stop here to see if we have any questions or comments. And I'll have Tori tell you how to do what you need to do and when you need to do it. So Tori. Okay, we do have some raised hands, but before I tell you who they are, if you are on a PC, you will raise your hand with Alt-Y, and then you can mute and unmute with Alt-A. If you are on a Mac, you will raise your hand with Option-Y, and you can mute and unmute with Command-Shift-A. If you are on a regular telephone, you can raise your hand with Star-9, and you will mute and unmute with star six. And if you are on a smartphone or similar device, 
you will raise your hand by finding it on the lower right hand of your screen under the more option. And you can mute and unmute with the button that is usually found on the lower left of, of your screen. All right. So who do we have first? First, we have Ali. Ali. Hey, Lucy. Probably okay. has a sore arm by now. <laughs> <laughs> right? No. So I wanted to tell you this. Um, and I know it will make you happy, but so you were talking about the eBay thing. Yeah. I had a bad feeling about that. So I had bad luck. Sharon, you don't want to bid on that, hun. It's eight little pieces, three of which are the letter L. <gasps> oh, my goodness. You might not want to bid on that. No, I probably will just ignore that. Oh, thanks, Dad. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and Mom, just saying. <laughs> yeah, I would have been pretty upset. I can tell I, you yeah, that. I was like, nope, somebody better look at this. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Oh, I appreciate that. I sure do. Oh, my God. Okay, well, that's the end of that. All right, who do we have next for you? Jewel is next. All right, Jewel. Hi, um, I wanted to talk about something I mentioned to you yesterday. Um, yeah. This is an, an, an alternate use of Legos other than just building random things or building kits. Um, and this is especially possible if you have a Lego store near you. I believe there's a way to buy individuals through the Legos website, but I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. So in Raleigh, we had a Lego store in the mall that they had all these different tubes. You could go and you could pick out individual little pieces. So in Raleigh, there's a place called Cameron Village. This is in North Carolina. It's called Cameron Village. It's a very widespread shopping district. Like a, it runs over like, I think, four square blocks. And so Mike, my husband and I would go there and I wanted to go to the fashion boutiques and he wanted to go to like REI and, um, you know, his, his, you know, camping and stuff. And I was like, okay, well, I'll meet you there. Well, then I realized I don't know how to get from the boutique to the art to REI. And I tried and I kept getting confused. So we went to the Lego store, got a flat panel, one of your starter panels, um, which is the big piece with all the little holes that you put Legos onto mm -hmm. and got a whole bunch of little pieces. Um, you know, the blocks, we got some of the ones that look kind of like a, um, a curveball where it's kind of, you know, it's um, at an angle. Um, mm -hmm. We got some of the flowers, you know, um, various little things um, to represent areas in Cameron Village. And we got also the long flat top pieces for the sidewalks. Then we built a tactile map of the of Cameron Village Shopping Center. And he said, okay, this spot right here with a little gym on it, you know, because he has a little tiny gym. So we'd put one gym on the fashion boutique that I like to go to. And one, uh, one gym on the um, REI. And then we would use our fingers and like walk along the sidewalks as if we were walking in the shopping center. And he wow. taught me how to get from the boutique to REI. And then from then on, I never had a problem with it again. Um, wow. So looking like temporary tactile maps to practice with is a great use of Legos. That is creative. That is cool. Wow. That is very interesting. And I just had another thought. 
I wonder, like, okay, ha- having never seen before, I am very curious as to, like, how expressways are set up and the different kinds of entrance and exit ramps. And I wonder if someone could build me some kind of a model out of Legos, um, kind of representing what that might look like. Oh my gosh, that is really I cool. See that Jewel. working. The only problem with that would be finding the curved pieces for, like if you have a cloverleaf um, yeah. that don't know that they have Legos that are circular like that. Yeah, but, yeah. But maybe they could do it with like a train tracks or something. Oh, well, yeah. That's come in all sorts of curved pieces. Yeah. yeah. That's very interesting. Wow. That is very cool. All right. Thank you so much. Anybody else, Ray? Yeah, we have Valerie. All right. Hi, Valerie. Hello. Um, so first, I have seen some circular uh, Lego pieces. Um, some that are like round, flat pieces, and some that are... Um, you know, those little ones that are like two dots wide um, and they have a bit of a curve to them. So they're not as common, but I have seen them around. Um, and then I think Duplo has been around for quite a bit. I didn't know that what that they were called Duplo as a kid, but I'm almost 35 and I had a set when I was 12. Um, okay. And they're in this large, well, mine came in this large bucket size thing. Um, probably about up to my knee and I'm pretty short, but um, so <laughs> they they almost feel like hollow plastic. Um, and I want to say the, so if you have like little four, four little dots in a row on one particular piece, it'd be about, I want to say five inches, six inches wide, give okay. or take. Mm-hmm. So that's how much bigger they, they are compared to regular sized Legos. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're thicker too. I noticed. Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing them um, long time ago. But yeah, they're thicker. Uh huh. Okay. Great. Thanks. Yep. And then, um, I'm I make a lot of Lego stuff. Um, I like making houses, and I like making spiral staircases. Mm-hmm. Um, I like buying the little doors and fences, and um, I've been totally blind as well since birth. So, um, I've never had um the braille instructions but it would be interesting to see like what ideas I, I have not thought of yet that might be on some of those files yeah it would be cool and like I said I don't know why I haven't um haven't pursued that because I've known about this website for almost two years yeah. shame on me <laughs> I I'm very meticulous in my organization so uh, because I can't see the colors um and because some of the ones I have are knockoff Legos, mm-hmm. but they work well with the original set. Like you can still use them. Oh, okay. Um, just to save money, I bought some um, the off-brand, for, you know, versions of the of the bricks. Uh-huh. Um, but I I basically I take big Ziploc bags and I organize them by shape and feel and number of dots that they've got mm-hmm. on them. And so I'll put all of the like ones together. And one Ziploc and then uh, go from there. And then if I've got really unique things um, that just don't have any place, then I'll put them together because they're all unique. Um, So I'll put them in their own separate bag like that. And then when I know what I want um, to use, then I just reach for the bag I need. 
so I don't have to label them. I can just feel them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you do things similar to what I do with my, you know, my bins and stuff. Yeah, very cool. Yep. All right. Okay, anybody else? Yeah, we have two hands. I'm going to go for the one who has not spoken yet. Okay. Which is Patty, Patty Fletcher. All right, Patty. Two patties. <laughs> yeah. Hi there. Um, first of all, I love Legos. And when I saw this, I was like, holy cow. Um, <laughs> Because I, I haven't had them in years. So as you were reading the list of the kits with instructions, um, I heard ka-ching noises. Um, and also trying to imagine where, what I can get rid of in my apartment so I have room for them. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, what can go, blue? No. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, you know, my question is, so you mentioned, because like years ago, we could get just big boxes of regular Legos that you could do anything with. Yeah. And then they started all those kits. And it, so you can still buy what is what you called standard uh, boxes, which are containers, which just have regular. Yes. You know, to build whatever. Yes. I don't want to do too many kits. I want to, I love building and rebuilding and yes so. you can um and there are different sizes of those boxes um there's a oh, there's a little a little square box of the standard um bricks and it's it's actually in a it's it's a cardboard box with a plastic top and um the all of the tops of the bins and boxes they have uh they look like a huge lego <laughs> right, they, right yeah and they they have the big uh you know things on them and and each one of these has the word lego in raised letters so um i think the 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 plastic or the cardboard square box costs like i want to say about 20 bucks and then there are bigger sets that are rectangular like bins and they're plastic and mm -hmm. they have a plastic top uh, and they are about, I think they're about $40. Um, the last time I bought one, which was probably a year ago. Uh, and I don't know if there are any bigger sets than that or not. Right. Lucy, Not sure. Yeah. There's a small rectangle one that's about 30 bucks, and then there's a, a bigger size that's about 50. Oh, okay. Those are the okay. ones I remember. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've not seen the cardboard, but I'm sure that's there as well. Yeah, if I remember correctly, that was about 20. Um, so, mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and I just, you know, I don't know why I bought so many, but it's fun to just build these humongous things you know just yeah very fun. Well, i used to so. like to build uh like when i was reading i would suddenly start when you, you get in these fantasy worlds and i suddenly start building worlds like what was in the books um towers, oh yeah towers and bridges and different things in the books i was reading so mm -hmm. yeah. anyway ah, very cool appreciate your call oh thanks patty <laughs> all right 
Who's next? Jewel has her hand raised again. All right. Yeah, I forgot to mention, um, for the people who have sets that they want to sort out, um, I like the Zipok idea. However, there is also the Lego storage heads. Um, and I see them for as low as $10 to $15 for the smaller ones. And the bigger ones, like the extra large ones, are usually like $30 or $40. Um, mm -hmm. These are, they look like a giant Lego head. Um, and they have different trays that stack on each other. And each of those, the heads that are about the same size stack on top of each other as well. Oh. So, yeah, I've seen them on Amazon and I'm seeing them on eBay as well. Oh, very cool. Wow, cool. All right. And we actually have one. That's how I knew about it. Uh, my housemate has one of those for the kids mm -hmm. that come over. Okay, cool. And we've just had someone else raise their hand. Okay, great. Barbie. Barbie. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, I told you I have a um, box of Duplos. Mm -hmm. They were brand new, and I just opened them, and I had gotten them from a um, blind and visually impaired, um, kind of like a, um, you know, it was a get-together. They had DJs and everything, and you would win door prizes, and oh. you go up and pick your door prize. Well, so I picked this one, and I just opened it, and I read the label. This was produced in 1997. And it's called Duplos, and it's like 90-something pieces. And, and one of the pieces is a car. Oh, wow. And, it, and it's, like I said, it's brand new. And I was thinking about putting it on eBay, but then I thought, because I don't know much about it. But then the other one I was telling you about, now somebody's playing with them. Now, the other one I was telling you about that I thought was Lego, but those were just big blocks, wooden blocks. Mm -hmm. That you can build stuff with outside. And they was like really huge. Oh, okay. But someone said that those are not Legos because they don't stuck together. Yeah, right. That's, yeah. Yep. So they're just building blocks. Uh-huh. So these little cars and these little block things, it's really cute. And so I, these are called Duplo. So they, 1997 is what it says on the box. Oh, very cool. And wow. I just opened it just now. Okay. Thank you. Wow, that's neat. Awesome. Thanks, Barbie. You're welcome. Okay, we don't have any hands at the moment, and we have 10 minutes left. All right, so um, let me just talk a little tiny bit about handheld games, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, so I love electronic handheld games that make sounds so that people who are blind can play them. Um, there are a lot of those out there that we cannot play because they have screens on them. Okay. So the first handheld game I bought was Simon. And I still have one, although it's not the original one that I had. And that was re really what got me uh, hooked on these electronic games. Um, and Simon is a round flat game it's probably about oh gosh maybe 10 inches across i don't know or less 
maybe less than that, eight. And it has four like button things on it and they're different colors. But when you press them, they make different sounds. And so <clears throat> once you learn what those different sounds are, uh, it, it gives you a, it starts out with one sound and you, you um, duplicate that by pressing the same um, button or color, whatever that produces that sound. And then it gives you two and then three and then four. Uh, so you just, you have to remember what sequence. And I think the highest I've ever gotten to was probably about, I don't know, 16, maybe. <laughs> you have a hand raised. Oh, okay, great. Go ahead, Patty. My sisters used to hate to play me Simon. <laughs> we would have competition, and I could remember the sounds, and the faster it went, the faster yes. I could go. And, <sighs> yeah, and we used to have Simon competitions at the Tennessee School for the Blind. So, Simon is, can you still buy Simon? I don't know. Oh. I don't know if you can or not. Well, just leave him to me in your will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I want one. Oh, they're fun. And the other one that I totally love is the Boppet. And I have, well, four of the bigger Boppets in different styles. Um, and I used to have, and I, I don't know if I still have or not, a keychain boppet <clears throat> that's very small and very difficult to play with because it's so small. And um, this gives you a sequence of things to do. And you uh, have different motions that you, um, you do to carry out these things like bop it and flick it and spin it, twist it, pull it. And we, we had one time at a, a Michigan Council of the Blind Convention, we had a Boppet tournament. And there was probably about 10 of us in my hotel room having a big party like I used to do. <laughs> and, and we decided to have this Boppet tournament because I had taken my Boppet. And I won, of course. <laughs> and, and that was with one of the ones that uh, the earlier Boppets with just the three motions of bop it, pull it, and twist it, you only had to get to 100. But the newer boppets, you had to get to 250. Now, uh, I... have got um, six minutes and three hands. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, we'll get to the hands. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought you might want to. Yeah, sure. Uh, first is a telephone number with the area code 516. Jonathan, is that you? Hello, Lucy. Hi, Jonathan. Oh, it might be. <laughs> yes, it is. It's Jonathan, Lucy. And they do sell Simon, because I did play Simon, the one you're talking about there, Lucy. Oh, good. I'm glad they still sell them. Cool. Yes, they do. All right. Well, thanks for that. All right. You're welcome, Lucy. All right. All right. Thanks. All right. Who's next? Next is Herbie. All right. So definitely a very good call and fascinating, especially learning the history of Legos. I actually found the keychain boppet to be the easiest because it was such a small 
area to work with. It was, yeah, you had to get used to the size, but you didn't have as much real estate to cover, especially the faster it got when you had to do all the bop it, spin it, pull it, flick it, smash it, dry it, wash it, whatever you did with it. Um, you know, I actually found the uh, smaller real estate a little bit easier. And so I remember playing with the bigger bop at extreme later on. And I found that a little bit more intimidating. Oh yeah. So I now the iPhone bop it. That was the hardest one because if you did not get the gesture, right, the pull it gesture was the hardest for me. Um, that could that was a, a real uh, challenge, but uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't care for it. Yeah, and then I had on an old computer at one time, and I think I, uh, oh, shut up, computer. Um, I I think that was Windows Seven, maybe or XP. I don't know, but anyway, um. I had a version of Bop It that you could play that was kind of fun, actually. And you used, like, the control key to do one thing in the... Oh, and I don't remember. But anyway, it was kind of fun to play. Um, I don't know if that is still out there. Out there, I should... Uh, we still have another it's hand still and three minutes there. Okay, who's who's up? Who's hand? Valerie, actually. <laughs> All right, Valerie. Oh, okay. Um, so I had an old game when I was a kid called Henry. It was a sound matching games. Um, it had like 16 uh, square buttons and you had to match. They had like little cartoon sounds. So you, it was basically a, basically a memory matching game. So you got to know where all the sounds were on the board and then you hear it play a sound and then you match and you find the right square. And then once you completed it all, you won the game. Um, cool. Then I had this uh, keychain, Simon, as well. I had the bop it. As well, keychain, and I love the extreme two where you mm-hmm. can put headphones in and play. Yes, <laughs> I got one of those. I was yep. always the mean one who told people to bop it when it said spin it, and they actually <laughs> accidentally heard me. <laughs> so there's that. Um, <clears throat> and then I had a keychain operations game. You know, the one where you pull the, the tweezers, you get the the heart out or the yeah, um, yeah, and it would buzz when you like got too close to the metal. But that one's even more challenging than the large game because mm-hmm. it's minuscule. Um, so that was a fun thing to have. And then I had talking nanos as kid, as a kid. Um, and they had mini games on the nanos and you could feed them. It was like, you know, the, the Tamagotchi type. Of oh thing. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and yeah, it was really cool. Sorry to cut across Valerie, but we've got like about yeah, no a minute and a half left. Okay. All right. So um, we will wrap this up, I guess. And uh, oh, yeah, there's a lot of handheld games that I could talk about. <laughs> You're going to have to do more calls, Lucy. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, maybe we'll do one um, <laughs> just on, on handheld games. Yeah. You ever like the Franklin good. games on the dictionary? Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's awesome. All right. So uh, thank you, everyone, for coming. And thank you, Tori, for a wonderful hosting job. And thank you, Miss Bell, for streaming for me. And uh, so uh, lots of great things to do today on ACB Community. And like I said, join me uh, not this coming Tuesday, but the Tuesday for Games to Play with Your Lady. All right, everyone. Mm -hmm.